0: Hello, and welcome to the Movers and Groovers podcast. We are calling all Gen Zers who are thinking, I don't know how I want to do life, but I know it's not the normal way. We're talking all things lifestyle, career, purpose, and so much more. We laugh a lot and we might get a little woo woo, but we're here for it all. I'm Skylar Saba, your host. You might've seen me on TikTok talking about sustainability or running my creative agency, Groove Street Creative. So get ready to move and groove with us and come get into it. Hello, and welcome back to the Movers and Groovers podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited because we have an awesome guest on this podcast today. Also one of my really close nearest and dearest friends who I've kind of, we've grown up together. We went to the same middle school, high school, And we've known each other since middle school. So today we're going to really just like talk about. I think it's cool to see somebody else who is in this creative world that isn't, that's doing a little different than what I'm doing. So just to bring in another Gen Z creator who's running a business, doing things their way. Also, I have been able to create and just kind of see behind the scenes of Aiden as he has been growing and shifting and evolving and finding his way. So I cannot wait to bring this conversation to you guys. And yeah, without further ado, I'll introduce Aiden. He is a videographer, editor, and producer from Columbus originally, but now in LA. And he has worked with, like, his roster is pretty, pretty cool. Two friends, uh, Social House, he went on tour with Social House and Ariana Grande, uh, the U.S men's national soccer team. He got to do so many cool things with them. Columbus crew. There's been so many cool things. Also like his travel content and just the content that he posts and shoots on his own is amazing. So welcome to the podcast, Aiden. Thank you. Aiden Minton. (laughs) And yeah, I guess today I would love to hear your story a little bit. I guess first kind of take it back to when and where you first started to like feel this pull to cameras, videography? What was the inspiration? Like, how'd you get there? And then, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess the answer to the pull to cameras, uh, that's a funny question. Uh, (laughs) I'd say in high school, um, me and my friend, you know, my friend Brad, we kind of got into it with, um, just started out shooting photos and then slowly turned into video. And um i think that really just instilled the love for like being able to create something and and having something uh, even if it's not like really that good but eventually honing the the craft i think that just really instilled the the uh, nature of it but yeah i was just really just messing around with camera and i think i just like instantly uh really liked what you could do with it
0: so then when did you i guess when i saw aiden from behind the scenes like one day he just started posting on instagram like he was a travel guy like no i'm serious like one day i was just like oh shit aiden is like (laughs) vlogging going off okay and they um him and his friend brad that you guys got in a van what would you get a car we we
1: got yeah we got in brad's car and we just drove it was right after we graduated we were like screw we got to go on like a road trip
0: they drove across the country. Yeah, it
1: was like... I mean, we've done multiple road trips since then, but yeah, we, we basically just...
0: <laughs> that was the first one. Yeah,
1: it was the first one and pretty inexperienced, but it was good. It was great. It makes for great stories, I guess. But What'd
0: you guys, did you guys... Was your intention...
1: We wanted to... Yeah, we wanted to drive and just make a cool video out of it. We had no idea what we were doing, and that's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's the best way to learn, so I don't know.
0: So then when when did you start doing this for your job? Like, what yeah. made you be like i'm gonna make money doing this
1: it kind of was gradual i mean i was doing it for fun at first um and then i think with anything you do um you do it because you love it and people will slowly if they appreciate it they'll they'll let you know and Mm -hmm. the more people will tell you i think some people will want to pay you to do it and the more you put it out there i think the more likely that is to happen so that just kind of gradually happened as i put stuff out people would be like hey i love what you do like would you do this for me that's kind of how that i guess happened to kind of started in college a little bit and um the client work kind of piled in and then all of a sudden I was doing it a lot more and that's kind of how it evolved.
0: Well I think like one of the coolest things about you and seeing just you work is the lack of planning in like the best way possible like (laughs) I don't mean this in a mean way because I'm over here like plan 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 even today I'm like okay I got this this (laughs) this and this and and Aiden's like i'll record a podcast like he <laughs> is if you were to look at somebody like you are the master of flow and just trusting wow. that things come as they're supposed to come to you and i admire the crap thank out of that you, because i'm like you. oh my gosh I, w- I want to do that more but like behind the scenes is that how you are like can you elaborate on that a little bit more of just yeah, like i think even with your story you're so like oh um, it just it just happened like what what yeah, is- I think,
1: I mean, I've always had a lot of faith, which has been very good to have um, with anything you do. Um, you need to know that it's all going to work out. But I mean, if, to an extent, I do plan things. I have, a go- I have goals I have mm-hmm. set that I want to achieve. So it's not like I'm just blindly doing things. I have like a direction in which I'm going, but I don't think I get too caught up on how it gets done. I think I have to like, you have to let like, go of uh, sometimes things will reveal themselves as your energy t- is like put mm-hmm. into that thing. If you're moving in the right direction, doing the right things, things will work out. And I think you have to, there has to be an element of faith involved um, with anything, especially when you're going into something you don't know or, yeah. you know, going to places that people haven't done.
0: Looking at you and your connection with your faith and the way that you are, like, I mean, I could cry right now because it's so inspiring. No, I'm serious, Aiden. Thanks, like, guy. You have gone nice. through so much in your life and like, yeah the amount of faith and trust in God that you have and knowing that it will work out. I just want to highlight that a little bit more because I think you saying how it's not necessarily about how you get there. That's something we've talked about that on a podcast episode before of like trusting that yes, you have goals in the work and you set your intentions, but not being too caught up in the way that you get there. Like I think It's so cool because you allow room for miracles and oh, you have to like Aiden. When I tell you, I he is one of the people that I just like look at and go, oh my god! Like what? (laughs) How did that happen? Like I remember I was around when Aiden was trying to get his things in order to go on tour with Ariana Grande (laughs) and. I remember it was like kind of chaotic because you were like, I don't even know, the guy never messaged me back on Instagram, (laughs) but I'm supposed to be leaving in like a few days and I don't know if I'm actually going, like the guy messaged me and like, if you can elaborate on that a little bit more, because wasn't that, when was that? That was like right before quarantine and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, that was like back before, that was like 2019. Yeah. End of 2019.
0: End of 2019. Yeah. And I I remember was it was it Christmas? It was holidays because I was
1: November. So I was November, back yeah. from
0: New York and I remember they were like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Before you had gotten to your house, yeah, they were all talking, like his whole family was there and they yeah, were yeah. all like, Yeah, Aiden might go on tour with Ariana Grande, like we don't really know. Like It was <laughs> like such
1: a mess. It was
0: yeah. And you just kind of I remember if I were in that position, I would have been having I I would have called my mom and I would have been crying. <laughs> I would but Aiden was so cool calm and collected like okay, ex- I, Can you explain a little bit on that like in- sure?
1: I mean, uh, I mean <laughs> I feel like a lot of things in the music industry are very up in the air all the time Things are just like never certain and just always just how the business is it's, and this was like my first introductory into it um, Of I guess that scenario. But I was I mean it was a bunch of changes like you're going you're not going uh <laughs> and I was, I mean, I was obviously heartbroken when I thought that I wasn't going. Um, but I mean, I guess I was like, all right, I can either be sad or the alternative is to like kind of look at this as like a like proof of like, hey, you're you're like good enough to do this. Like look at it as like an opportunity that is not the last. Mm-hmm. Um, so and eventually it, it did obviously come through. So
0: what were like some of the biggest takeaways, I guess, like as you started, well, no, let me back this up, because yeah, yeah. before you got into the music industry, you were doing sports stuff, like soccer, and, like, Yeah, what? I started off doing that. You just started for, doing that? Yeah, just yeah, cause... for
1: fun, and my friend, like, had a, um, kind of, like, an Instagram account, and I would help him shoot and edit and some stuff, so that was, like, my first introduction to, like, I guess the social media content, um, so I started off doing that, and then I, I really just wanted to move into music, um, because I liked, obviously, I love music, and...
0: What did, like, what was your like goal setting, like maybe prayer practice, like intention setting around where you wanted to move into when you wanted to go into music? What did that look like for Uh,
1: you? So, okay, I'm a big believer in like you have to make it. Whatever you want to do, like people aren't going to just give you that opportunity. You kind of have to like make the opportunity for yourself. Um, So for example, like before I even like shot any, ever got paid to shoot any artist or anything, I like, would go to like our local like like breakaway music festival, yeah. I would shoot that for free. Just message like an artist that's like not even well known and just be like, Hey, I'd love to like shoot for you and that would like get me a media pass to like go and shoot like technically the yeah. rest of the artists. Shoot like the whole thing and then just make an edit and then post it and people were like, Oh wow, like look what you made. But like literally no one knew that I didn't have like I didn't get paid for it, nor did I was told to make it. Like I just made it out of like sheer like portfolio work. Mm-hmm. So And it's funny because (laughs) when I was brought on to the Ariana tour, they're like, oh, we know you shoot music because of, like, stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, sure. But, like, I – So is that how they found you? I had mutual mutual friends with uh, one of the guys that was uh, working with them, uh, Social House, and kind of just mutual friends that it worked out. But, yeah, that's one reason I think that he brought me on was because he saw that I did that. And so it's kind of weird, like, things like that that you do. um,
0: Yeah. Well, I think, like, that is a really cool – Thing like, even my sister who's getting into podcasting, yeah. and like knowing that right off the bat, you're probably not going to get paid for it. But if you start yeah. walking the walk and act like creating things, like you literally can manifest it into your life, like yeah. you can then get paid for it and start like with her podcast and stuff, I was like, just start doing it. Just, and I think that anybody in creative Mm -hmm. world, that's such an important thing is like that. I mean, that's what, how I got started doing design work. I just started doing it. Right, And I think like a lot of times you see on social media, like, and I know we've talked about this before, of like the comparison and seeing what everybody else is doing. And we're in this world where content, 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 like all the time, where it's like you're seeing somebody get paid for, well, you're, you're, you don't know what they're, you're seeing the content that they put out. Yeah. So you don't know if they're getting paid for, it, you don't know what's going on, but yeah, a lot of times when you're seeing it, you're like, Oh my God, they got paid to do this. They got paid to do this. And I just want to, I want to do that. And so how do you like stay true to your creativity and stay like in your lane with stuff and stay inspired? And I know like, this mm. is something that's been a journey for you, I think would probably yeah. be. The term?
1: I don't think there's really ever, like, uh it's hard because you said stay in your lane. I don't think there's, like, you can't stay in your lane because it's always going to be uncomfortable, and you're almost going to have a sense of, like, um what do they say, like imposter syndrome yeah when you're doing something for the first time. But that's, like, how it should feel because it's not, like, not natural for you to do that. So you have to do that, I think. You have to, like, make those things, like, you should make the things you want to get paid to do, mm-hmm. regardless of if you're getting paid to do them, right. just so you can, like, I mean, obviously you have to start somewhere.
0: Well, and I think that's where like faith comes in and your connection to, I think just your trust in things working out for you always, like where did that come from? Like where is that rooted in?
1: I'm very religious. I'd say it's definitely with God. I don't know. I think I've always growing up, I've felt that uh, if I want to achieve something, I have to like work towards it. It's not going to just come to me naturally.
0: I feel, well, for me, I kind of feel like there's this trust that you have to have, especially in the creative world, because you're, it's, it's a little different. And this is no shade to like somebody who's doing accounting or like something that isn't like,
1: It's a little more structured. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. And like,
0: I feel like when you are in the creative world and people are paying you to create, like it's coming from your life force your heart and soul like you it's not like we can just log on to a spreadsheet and not like and kind of like disconnect to it from things you know what i'm saying so like there's a lot of heart and soul that goes into all the stuff that we create as a creative and i think like the more you do that the more you have to trust in something bigger than you yeah whatever like whatever it is like for us we're i we're both pretty religious in terms of like we're identifying with God yeah, and yeah. I think it's wherever you're at knowing that God has your back universe has your back mm-hmm. that there is a higher power at play in this right. and that when you create from your heart when you create from like your pure joy mm-hmm. that it's gonna ripple out and be okay you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah
1: I mean I honestly sometimes I make things and I don't necessarily know if it will work out and I think that's I mean what else you have like what's the alternative you right. don't try um I think you have to try and I mean failing is a part of the process so I don't think like succeeding every time is, is realistic yeah. but I mean if you don't succeed then you'll you know try again and try again and eventually you're going to succeed it's just putting yourself in in the understanding that to get anywhere you want to go you have to try
0: well yeah and it's also like reframing what failing looks like right because right yeah if you quote-unquote fail because you didn't whatever yeah. your goal is like you probably learned so many different things right that. like I yeah. think a lot of what i've been learning is it's like in every failure there is a lesson mm-hmm. and like it's not there's no good or bad of like oh yeah this is good this is bad like there's a choice and if you make those choices you're going to learn things yeah. no matter what you do so um yeah okay i'm gonna just interrupt this episode real quick to tell you about something cool we have happening so if you're listening to this episode and you're like oh yes yeah, sustainability oh yeah i love this planet Happy Earth Habits has a perfect thing for you. We have make mama happy sweatshirts because you know, it's getting to sweatshirt season and we had to do something sustainable and cute. The make mama happy sweatshirts are grocery creative design that are hand screen printed in small batches with eco-friendly inks and sweatshirts that are made from recycled plastics. We have sizes extra small to three XL and we ship sustainably so you can compost all of your packaging materials. Use code CLUB H E H for 10% off your order and you can shop all of the sustainable merch at happyearthhabits.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Well, I'd love to like talk a little bit more about like burnout, creative burnout. Like that's something sure. that we've talked about and I know that yeah. you are out like hours. When I tell you guys Aiden is hours behind this editing, he is in M- Months. <laughs> M- yeah, like committed and I know like some of the things we've talked about is just like feeling like okay I'm I can't I can't do it like or I'm done like what I I would love to just hear your experience on it because I know when you're in it it's hard and then you come out of it and you're like that was so worth it like yeah yeah. what walk us through a little bit of that
1: I mean everyone will experience burnout I think if you do anything long enough you're gonna experience it even if you love it it's just natural
0: Mm -hmm. well I guess like what I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. are I don't know if you remember this, but yeah. quarantine, like 2020. That was, there rough. was, that yeah. was rough, rough. That was rough, <laughs> rough. And really I was rough. around you a lot then. Did
1: you you know You could tell, right? You well, were like, you seem flushed. One
0: night after hot tubbing, it was me, you, and Ann at the, at the kitchen table. Like, at yeah, the table yeah. aunt, at the old yeah. house. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you were like, I was going it was it. late. Because I remember I was like, oh, my God, Ann's still up. And you were <laughs> having a moment. And I, I just remember being like. This if i good. were him i quit like really but I, I knew you weren't gonna quit but i was just like you were like i don't know what i'm doing like i don't know like i don't even remember what you were editing on but yeah. i just remember huh. we i was like we had a conversation that night because i was like like i remember i was like i get what you're going through i feel this because it was like oh i don't feel creative i don't really know like what yeah. i'm doing like You couldn't really travel like you were used to traveling like you were you were in one place like and it was just
1: I do remember that. Yeah, that was rough I think that was probably the first time I experienced like creative block. Yeah Um, and I think honestly creative block is just like a I think I would justify it as like a standard of like what I can do is like what I'm not doing Mm -hmm. which is like good, but also like It's a little bit. uh, I'd say egotistical. Yeah, because I mean, everyone gre- deals with, like, creative block, right? Essentially mm-hmm. is, like, what it's called. But, I mean, you're not – you're still able to make things. Right. Um, and a lot of the times when you're, like, making things, you're not consciously – like, at least sometimes things I've made that I'm not – that, like, look sick and are cool, I'm not even consciously aware of what I'm doing at the time. I'm just messing around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. like, I think that's a good thing of, like, just messing around and, like, trying to, like, just fiddle with things and – and trying stuff out is probably a great way of going and trying to beat the or essentially just get over the creative block. But the block itself is just like you not liking what you're doing, you know? Yeah. If that makes sense?
0: Yeah. That actually I feel like that is a like a really good mindset shift for anybody who's creative around creative blocks because I don't know. I loved what you're saying about how you're just like messing around, like bringing it back. Yeah. You're just playing
1: around with stuff. And it's like,
0: I don't do that. Like I no, you have to to do better at that. Yeah. But because, well, because that's, I feel I never really had it where it was like, Oh, like I think I've had moments where I'm like, I don't feel creative right now. Yeah, But I think because of how I've gotten into this, like, There's always a deadline. There's always something where it's like, oh, I don't, I can't have creative block. Like I've just got to work through this because there's not really room for creative block. But I think whenever you're feeling not inspired, I love the idea of you like bringing it back to play.
1: I have an issue with this too, but it's like I think identifying your work, like maybe emotionally connecting to it too much. So like Mm -hmm. you feel like it's a part of you, or you feel like it defines you. I guess you know what I mean? So oh. so obviously, like, if I'm not going to put something out that I don't think is my best work, um, but that also is crippling because the work is now you. in charge of you. Yeah. Because it's like you're not in love with it. Yeah. Well, which is that now, like, preventing you from moving on. You know, there's a, a good quote. It's like, done is better than perfect. And I think that's something... A lot of artists struggle with and I struggle with a ton because it's like it can always art can by definition always be better
0: mm-hmm. well and I think like that is such a it's terrifying to think about because I think at like as an artist like you're saying it's is from the heart I identify with everything and then you bring clients into it you bring timelines it. yeah that's it, the thing and is, it's like you bring like 3d world ish <laughs> timelines and like yeah. the business side of it where it's like I just want to create I want to be an artist and like then Yeah. I, one thing about Aiden and I is you have to pull our computer away from us. Like, um, (laughs) Aiden will be, it wouldn't shock me if he was on the boat with his computer editing pictures, um, (laughs) or editing a video. And I think like, because we identify with our work so much, like from us, it, it like gets tangled up sometimes. Like what do you, what do you do to like, create space between that and like yeah get through that and move through that and not feel so um
1: yeah i think i'm dealing with that now especially on a project i've worked on for like over a year it's like that shouldn't take a year you know Mm -hmm. but it's just because i'm like no it needs to be better it needs to be perfect like i'm looking at every single detail yeah i think i think honestly that the more efficient you become i think the more lenient you'll become so i think but also with deadlines too i think deadlines are very very good as like
0: Uh, yeah i was gonna say as like a flowy creative like what do you feel like no but what do you feel like is the best like support system for you like what
1: i think if you have i think it's good to remember where you want to go so mm -hmm. if you know what you want to do what you want to accomplish by a certain time uh you can really look at that and have that as like a overall like maybe pure north and think like okay um this is what i want by age whatever um and here's what I, i need to do x y and z to get there um, and if I'm not on this timeline, then it's not going to happen. And knowing that means you got to kind of give into the whole, like, Hey, it's not gonna be perfect, but as long as it's, it's better and better and better and better and better and you're getting, you're going yeah. towards that like true North. And I think that's reassuring because then you don't always have to give yourself so much. Like, you know, obviously there's a standard at which you hold yourself, but on, on like,
0: yeah, it's a how, perfectionism. Yeah, so. it's
1: about, it's yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you can't be, you know, you can't be perfect.
0: One thing that I like, love about you is that you balance your personal passion projects with client work and like getting both of those. I don't know done. if balance is a good okay, word, well, but I try. You try. But, and I, I think like looking at it, that's how you stay so inspired and like yeah. lit up about things. And I mean, that's something that every time I hang out with you, I'm like, I need to do more of like fun yeah. stuff for me. Yeah. And I think like I personally, like where I'm like, I can't like Hmm. I have deadlines. I have client work. I have stuff like how do you Make time for that prioritize that like is there things that
1: yeah, I Well, back in college to be honest I would prioritize my personal content more I'm not gonna (laughs) lie. I was in college. I was like, yeah, like (laughs) yeah, sounds bad But like the client came second because I was like this is my life This is my career like I'll obviously I'm gonna do the client work and get it done to the best of what it can be but I'm not gonna chip away at like I think do you know what I mean like that's so when I'm when interesting. I'm building when I'm like building up in my clientele and I still need to prove myself obviously I would like well, yeah put in the extra effort to prove myself but but like today even now I'm like I'm doing a lot more client work than I've ever done and that's just because like I'm out of college I, ne- I yeah. need to okay. yeah. yeah I've honestly like given myself an excuse I feel like I've made excuses to be like hey you need to do the client work first and I think too much, like, I'll, I'll literally be like, Hey, I need to finish this, need to finish this before I can do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is where like the procrastination comes in. It's like, you'd never actually make the stuff that you want to make. And it's like, in the end, like, I want to really just be making my own content. Like, I don't want to have to be making videos, other people's work. Right. Um, so I think as, as quickly as you can, but not like, obviously you need to to fucking pay the bills. Right. Like as slowly or as quickly, but as I guess efficiently, efficiently as yeah. possible, like get be able to transition from um, working for ever, uh, other people to working for yourself, mm-hmm. and I don't just mean like working for yourself in terms of like working with company, to, like
0: right, you know, B2B, but, but like, yeah. but also
1: like a way that you can make your art, like making money, mm-hmm. um, and so like that, you know, you don't have to, you can at least have creative freedom.
0: Well, and I think, like, is there things that you say to clients like bef- like yeah. because from being a client on Aiden's end like because Aiden <laughs> has shot videos and I mean yeah he yeah, almost yeah, kicked yeah. me out like of what <laughs> when I was micromanaging Nah, 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 nah. I you, drove him nuts Skylar,
1: <laughs> no you are like not even that trust me People, I brought him
0: coffee though I bribed no nah,
1: you, you are not bad at all
0: but I feel like you do such a good job at holding true to your vision and like Knowing, like, I feel like your mindset when people, I and I could be wrong on this, but what I'm perceived is like, when somebody comes to work with you, they know that they're getting your creative vision, and it's not like, yes, I have like, here's what I want when I get out of the project, but like, I'm coming to Aiden and I want him to make it cool, yeah, he does all his other stuff, and like, do you communicate that with clients? Do you just be like, "Mm, like, this is what it is? I kind of get a
1: vibe based on, well, that's what I, I mean. Ideally, that's what I want in okay. the end is to be like people to approach me and want to work with me because yeah. of the work I can do. Otherwise, it's like anyone can do this. Right. But I think that's also comes with like like client work. You have to distinguish like what it is, what it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain projects like passion projects also, I'm going to, that's going to be me. Like, no, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, it's, I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm making you. it for yeah. me. I'm making it to put out what I what want the world want to, to see. Yeah. And with client work, obviously, I have to be lenient. Like, they're paying you. So, like, you have to be pretty lenient. Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, if they're coming to you, they'll probably respect what you have to say. Um, I think also you have to be conscious of who's telling you what it is. That That's huge. Um, you know, someone can be telling your work shit, which is fine. Just know who it is and what credentials they have to tell you that.
0: Um,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, so.
0: because, well, and like we were saying before, you are... So emotionally attached to these projects like as a creative probably, probably like, too much as an artist like it's so hard because It's not just a client like it's not just client work because And and maybe this is where we can be better boundary wise yeah. energetically. Yeah, not Putting our heart and soul mm-hmm. into it. But I do think that's like what makes it so special too yeah. so it's that fine line and then when there is clients like feedback, mm-hmm. Sometimes it hurt. like I'm like oh my god oh and yeah like, oh yeah and it, it's like
1: I think the more you do it the more you realize like you can't get to it's like it's whatever you want it's whatever you want to take away from it
0: not to make this a negative but what's the worst thing clients <laughs> said to you
1: but I mean there's been times where I've literally I've spent an absurd amount of time doing something and they, and let's just say they don't really understand the process of things and how yeah. how things are done and they'll give creative feedback that necessarily they don't understand why or what they have no rhyme or reason to why it's it's a change or whatever and um they want it done tomorrow and they need it to be in a certain way and it's like scrap everything you just did Uh, make me a new one
0: after you just spent 24 hours non-stop like
1: 48 hours straight like i mean that's that's more of like a shorter end um
0: one time somebody said that the logo (laughs) the logos that i just sent over looked like they could be done in word microsoft word
1: yikes yeah that's rough um, i was
0: like oh okay
1: yeah i think it was just i think it's, it's a lot of that is like personal personal preference you know what i mean like right and and those are the projects where i've seen where i've learned that it's like okay it's not me the job i was doing could have been done by anybody else
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was trying to put my style on something that yeah. didn't need to be my style do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like well it's like okay well what what is the client in need of do they need it to be crazy no, right no they don't so like that's another thing <laughs> what you Assessing want, what situation. you want and what you're paying me to do or what you have me here to do are not aligned. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue up front, we're
0: up front. And, uh, and that's so, a communication thing. And I think yeah. that's something that you learn the more you're in the industry. Like I'd say me and you both kind of at the same time, were are having issues around this, like because we were just this like i feel like we're kind of seasoned now we've been doing this for a minute <laughs> like we kind of know up front okay we need to have a conversation about x y and z yeah. to make sure that we're on the same page about deliverables and all of that and yeah
1: that's just something out of the communication and yeah. i think the more you do it you realize what you want to do and what you want to be involved in and you understand like how long things take and and i think you get better at communicating that with the client because yeah, yeah um a lot of times i think most people don't understand the work that goes into it, mm-hmm. and I think there's such a value in being able to communicate your vision to them. Um, which for a longest time I wasn't good at, and I was just like, "Hey, don't worry, it'll it'll be cool."
0: <laughs> but like, and, it's, and, yeah, it's a trust thing on their part. It too, is, so they it don't is. micromanage.
1: That's true, but I think it is also like your responsibility to be able to communicate your vision to them, mm-hmm. and that's something I need to work on for sure. Because that'll save you hours and hours and hours and hours of time of changes and adjustments. Um, but there's also times where people are like, "No, I don't. I don't want it to be this way." And I was like, "Okay, totally fine. We'll work together." Yeah. And I made something, and they they loved it, and they were like, "That is insane! Like, I love that." And it's like, I, "This is what I was this was wanting to do what for I, you." Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like well,
0: this. I don't know. Like, I think what something that we've done at Group Street is like checkpoints along the way versus and like yeah a lot more communication over communication yeah. getting it in writing pre-production getting them, makes
1: yeah. is, is where it's made yeah getting
0: sure. them to like i mean we do proofs design proofs and we do rounds yeah and we have them like check mark yes and no like this worked like this is what mm. they like they are liking what they're seeing they want more of this less yeah. of this so yeah. do you say no like how how often do you say no to projects
1: uh a lot yeah. Yeah. A lot more recently.
0: I think I need to start doing that. Yeah. Like, I, I want to say no more because I want them to be, like, more heck yes versus. Yeah.
1: I think if you're in a position, well, it depends what you want. Right. Like, where, if, if you're, like, I need to make more money, then obviously things will adjust. But when I was first coming to LA, I was saying yes to a lot of things, which I think you need to do just to build relationships and, no- yeah. and like, a network. But also, like, you know, we were talking about this earlier, like, playing and, and having, like, Uh, create roadblocks like I want to like go through and and really like grow as like an editor and and just a director and really like advance my style Mm -hmm. that takes time just from me learning yeah like technical skills and ability of like specific softwares and stuff and so I guess the the more advanced I get in that the faster I can be and the better I can be at that so it'll pretty much like allow me to be faster and just overall like more valuable and so with that Comes, you know, gives you more of an edge of like not having a creative block because the span and scope of what you can do is like infinite. Right. Um, if that makes sense.
0: Well, and I think like something that I've learned along the way is like skills and things that you can like add to your abilities and your like services are only going to help you right they're only going to let you be more creative and get more of what you want
1: right exactly and 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 that's kind of circling back to the idea of like you don't have to say yes to things you you don't want to do if if you are in like it depends like like for example like a college basketball player is is not going to say no to going to the nba Mm -hmm. but he might say no to playing in like a rec league basketball game right you know what i mean and it's like just knowing where you want to go that
0: was hot fire flames because <laughs> well no because i think it's also looking at what we were having this conversation earlier also too because it's what makes you money and reframing it because educating yourself and learning new skills is also making you money yeah it's investing, it's investing yourself. in yourself yeah, exactly. and there's no difference to like t- you can take on a client or you can learn how to right, do something exactly, like exactly exactly right now we're doing more pinterest stuff for like advertising and marketing and we're putting a lot of man hours into that whereas we could also put man hours into doing client work but we decided we want to work on calling in different kinds of clients like you know what i'm saying so i guess i have two like quick fire questions to wrap things up yeah yeah my one is, do you have non-negotiables for, like, your days? Like, are there things that you are, like, I need to do to take care of myself? Like, what do you yeah. do to fill your cup up, fill your bucket yeah. up to make sure you're yeah. doing it the right way?
1: Non-negotiables, definitely. For me, one is the gym. Mm-hmm. I try and work out every day. I think that just helps me with, like, mental and, obviously, yeah. like, I think just the stronger you are physically, the stronger you are mentally. Um, So I try and go to the gym every day if it's not, like... Uh, at the gym like I'll, I'll go for a run or or something and another non-negotiable i'd like to say it would be praying but yeah. it's just i think natural i don't know i don't know if it's like a non-negotiable but
0: like moving to la i guess has there what has been the hardest part about like being that is like the, where it's at for film. Like, yeah. and I, like we were saying before, like, yes, it's kind of shifting a little bit where you're not having to be there as yeah, much, but right. like moving to LA, the big leagues there, like huh. what has, what have you learned? What, like, what has been your biggest takeaway so far being around
1: yeah. all of it? Um Biggest takeaway, there's always going to be someone better, but I'd say the biggest takeaway for moving to LA is that it's like, it's so easy to get distracted and worry about like stuff that you think matters. But if you can have a good vision and like see the long term of what your morals and what you keep valuable and keep that in your focus, um, it's really easy to like blur out the shit that the doesn't, chaos. the chaos, it doesn't matter. Cause I mean, there, there's something to do all the time, anytime, whenever. Um, and it's easy to get, very easy to get distracted there. So I think that is, is key. It's like, it's been basically just knowing what you want and be okay with sacrificing some of the fun in the short yeah. term that may you think you think is like necessary to do or whatever but
0: well and i like have a follow-up question on that yeah. in terms like it's been very clear how important goals are for you and how like i just feel like there's such a great like litmus test or like touch point in on making sure that you're like going where you want to go like how do you set your goals what is that what does that like routine look like for you
1: yeah, I, th- I I actually, I need to be way better with it. Recently, I've kind of been in like a, I don't know, subconscious. I haven't really been co- as conscious as yeah. I'd like to be. Um, but I've just, I've had a lot going on. So I feel like I I need to complete an, a period of my life before <laughs> I, I, I dive into the next. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say I'd, so often up until like this, even this past year, and I usually do this at the beginning of every mm-hmm. year, I'll like write down my goals and how, what I want to achieve. And I think... You know, most they say like most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10. Mm-hmm. And so people don't really set, I think, big enough goals long term. They don't look out and think like, what do I want to be when I'm like 40, 45, whatever, like realistically. Because yeah. um, that's more like exponential and that, we're like humans are just bad at understanding exponential growth. But we're really we think we can accomplish so much more in like a year, you know, yeah. which is not true. Um, So I think what I would do every year is, is I would just write goals and what I need, what I want to accomplish um, by the end of the year. And I, they would be like analytical so I could like measure them
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and kind of just work backwards.
0: What do you do to keep track of them? Because, you know,
1: I would write them down. And I think this is key. I don't, I haven't done this in a while. So yeah. something I need to, I need to do more of. But like look at them like every day, mm-hmm. like be aware of them, like know yep. what they are. So you're always like, you're always actively doing that and make them specific, make them like honestly make them make them outrageous, like make them something you think you could never do.
0: Something like just to tag in on this. um, If you are familiar with human design and like, I think like there's, a lot of people in our like audience yeah. are very familiar with human design and there's like based on your the way that you're whatever astrology all the things that human design focuses on mm-hmm. there's people are either specific manifestors or general manifestors mm. like a term of manifestation mm. where if you have goals, and you're trying to manifest something like yeah. and visualize things. Some people need to manifest it like very specifically, like down to mm. what is on your kitchen table in your new house that you're manifesting, or like who are you working with. And there's yeah. other people that are more of like generic that focus on the feeling. So I don't know, I feel like do? that I'm um, more of a broad, like the generic kind, but some people it's really interesting because it. Like it's more of how your brain's wired and all that kind of stuff. Like, so I would look human design and like, but I think to your point, like being very clear about like, for me, it's describing the feeling in detail, but like for you, it might be describing the certain like actual, whatever it is like, but, um, I think also on that note too, something that I've been working on is like taking note of my prayers that have been answered and the victories that I have. Yeah. Like, in terms of my goals and where it's like, where I'm wanting to go. So I can see that is actual proof that they're coming true. And like, I saw this thing, um, I think it was on a podcast where like, even small things like day to day, if you write a big ass to do list and you only get half of it done, you're like kind of telling yourself like, Oh, you're like, I failed because I didn't get it all done. So Mm. like if you give yourself three things that you know, you can get done, it's that positive reinforcement. So I think it's like the same thing with the goals of like tracking, seeing how far you are towards them and seeing that it's happening, seeing it's coming true. Um, I guess like my last question would be, do you have any tips or tricks or advice for, creators or people who want to like be more creative and have a passion on their heart and want to make it their main jam
1: just to like what just anyone any any person just wanting to like
0: yeah i think anybody who just has something on their heart and wants to like do it
1: yeah i mean i feel like you just you kind of have to just mm. just do it i know it sounds bad to say it sounds bad to say but like i guess i'd say just like go all in on it you really just have to no matter what it is, like, you're going to succeed. You have to have the mentality that you're not going to, like, it's, like, a plan B. Um, there's no way out. You have to, like, fully send
0: mm-hmm. the
1: the mission and know that, like, if you really love something, you can't be, like, I don't know. It's, like, you can't be really just, like, based on motivation because that, like, kind of, that comes and goes. Right. So you really, you really have to love it um, because, obviously, when it gets hard, that's the only thing that will keep you going. And don't look back. And take risks take a lot of risks because I think you get rewarded for that
0: taking risks full send energy with whatever you're doing I think is yeah like that that's what you have to do and you just have to get comfortable taking risks like we had a podcast episode on this actually the topic of like taking risks. feeling comfortable oh, to, yeah. like full send energy taking risks yeah. like all that kind of stuff and I think like one, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Yeah. But I think like there, I talked about a lot of like my back and forth, like mm-hmm. feeling comfortable taking that jump. But yeah. I think like, like you're saying, it usually pays off. And if it doesn't pay off, you learned something from it. Like, right. And we that's just something that you have to remember. And I don't know, I just think that it's so cool to see your story and like hear your advice, pick your brain on it. Thank, thank you. you so much yeah, for course. coming on. Plug your stuff, like <laughs> plug your things.
1: Aiden Minton is just A I D A N M I N T O N everywhere, pretty Instagram, much. Yeah, TikTok, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube all that, sh- all that jazz. Thank you. But yeah, yeah, thank you for having me, Scott. Of kinda, course. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Movers and Groovers podcast. We have new episodes every Thursday, and if you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review or send it to a friend that might enjoy it. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Groove Street Creative. And if you're interested in working with us, shoot us an email to squad at groovestreetcreative.com. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out, Groovers.